0: For another episode of Chew the Bible, it's your good friend Aaron. It's 5:46 in the morning, and I'm in my favorite studio. My car, oh dude, scared me. Our huh, dude, <laughs> I was like, what's this black dude? <laughs> Locking up on me?" It's my neighbor. He's getting off from work at four. He works at the same place my pop works at. It's sad, man, when we see of our own folks, it could have been anybody, for real, it could have been a black dude, white dude, Mexican dude, red man, yellow man Can I say yellow man? Anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, it made me nervous for a second Anyway, yeah, we're in our studio, I'm turning this music down It's so hood, it's so hood, it's so hood right now So, I thought my pop, I thought my pops was gonna go to work, right? Thought he was gonna to go to work this morning. He usually works on Fridays, right? And sometimes I'm gonna be looking at the camera over here because I'm recording this for YouTube. But uh anyway. I thought he was gonna be at work, so I figured I could do a Chew the Bible episode this morning and not wake him up. Nah. I think he told me he had today off, like for vacation or something like that. Because he was gonna to go to Virginia. But anyway COVID mess all that up anyway um so yeah that's why I'm in my car right now I got this is like my little light to make it a little brighter in here I, I need like some more light and uh, not that y'all need to see all this anyway but hey it's better than being completely in the dark um, and having a ghost read to you but uh what was I gonna say yeah hey what's going on jackie good morning what you doing i so early it's, it's two it's way it's five forty three in the morning young lady uh i was just explaining that i was gonna record this inside the apartment but i couldn't do it because my dad actually stayed home from work today i live with my pops and so anyway that's why i'm in this car with this light and anyway i've done this multiple times i used to do like live broadcast for hours in my in my old jeep and i used to be parked near a library and use that wi-fi anyway i digress real quick i wanted to i'm gonna start sharing like a song of the day uh there's a song by uh what's the dude's name eddie james eddie james eddie james and it's called joy joy it's really good he uses most of that scripture from psalm 34 We talk. 30 verse 4 where he talks about um weeping may even endure for a night but joy comes in the morning and he's like what you sown in tears you will reap in joy i don't know That song has been on my heart this morning all this week so because i'll be crying myself to sleep i don't know about y'all but lately it's been rough it's been rough but when i wake up in the morning i'm filled with joy so uh i don't know if you can relate to that jackie but yeah so but that's not even the real psalm i wanted to read today before i do deuteronomy 3. um oh yeah real quick before i hop in psalm i'm gonna read psalm 20 because today's the 20th and then on the next episode i'm gonna read proverbs 20. it's the 20th of you know the month anyway but for the podcast listeners people have been listening i know i said i wasn't gonna do any ig lives for a while or I didn't know when I was gonna do it. But I a friend, a friend, uh possible future wife, I don't know, we'll see. She invited me to this group, this singles group. Jackie. It's supposed to be, I don't know, I'm debating whether or not to do it. It the sign ups for it in this Sunday, it's like forty seven dollars a month or something like that. I was like, I don't wanna spend no forty seven dollars. Anyway, but it's supposed to be like this what is it called? Uh, Oh, the one university Have you heard of it, Jackie? It's called the one university T-O-U I forgot the people that lead it Anyway uh, You're not really supposed to join it To find a spouse But a lot of people do end up finding a spouse in this group But it's really like a group for singles To help you be a better single person So At first I was hesitant to do it But I think I'm going to go ahead and do it Primarily because this friend of mine is probably going to do it too. So, and some other things that are confirming why I should do it, but I won't get into that right now. Where's I going with that? Oh, them seeing that video of them online made me uh just challenge me to think like, hmm, like people are out here. Even though if I have one person, you, Jackie, or the other people that, we, that watch this, somebody's watching this. This is going to inspire somebody to start their own podcast to read their word more and i need to put this out on as many platforms as i can not so that i can boast myself boost myself up but really to just encourage folks to really press in with the lord and spend more time in the word like you never know who's gonna watch this i got people in different countries watching like listening to the podcast randomly i'm like i don't know who you are in south africa whatever listen to this but that's dope all right so psalm 20 Ah, here we go, here we go And if you're interested, Jackie, I'm gonna be posting that information about that The one university on my, uh, account Oh, the main, I was gonna say, the main reason why I'm not, um, doing Um, I was not gonna get back on Instagram live Was there was a lot of temptation by the beautiful women on here and it's not really good for me as a single man but you all was like you know what the word says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world there's no temptation that isn't that confronts me that he has not provided a way out so as long as i have some boundaries you know i'll just get on here do my business and get off we good all right so finally psalm 20. why are these neighbors up so early all right so the may the lord answer you in a day of trouble all right, we're gonna we're gonna flip this around. We're gonna make this the plural we for everybody listening. So join in. So it says, yeah, may the Lord answer us in the day of trouble. Right now, wouldn't you say this is a day of trouble? COVID, people losing jobs, people can't. I don't know. People got all kind of stuff going on. Sick, fearful, and anxious, worried, divorce, baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. All right the name of jacob's god may the name of jacob's god protect you or the name of israel's god israel <laughs> protect you i won't go into that but yes that's that's powerful may he send you cuz the the bible talks a lot about abraham isaac and jacob the god of abraham isaac and jacob israel the bloodline that jesus came through all right may he send you help from the sanctuary send us help from the sanctuary And sustain us from Zion. May he remember all of our offerings and accept our burnt offerings. May he give give us what our hearts desire and fulfill our entire purpose. Wow, I'm gonna say that part again. May he fulfill what our hearts desire and fulfill our entire purpose. Let us shout for joy at your victory. And lift the banner in the name of our God May the Lord fulfill all of our requests Requests according to his will, of course <laughs> Now now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed He will answer us He has answered us from his holy heaven With mighty victories from his strong, righteous right hand Some take pride in chariots Or some take pride in their Lexuses Or their Corvettes or their Porsches Some take pride in their Mustangs or horses, <laughs> Ford Mustangs. I like to always put that in there. But we take pride in the name of the Lord, our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. May he answer us on the day that we call. Thank you for this word, Lord. I pray as we get into Deuteronomy chapter three, that you continue to speak to us, uh, give us some fresh 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 uh, anointing fresh uh words of wisdom that we can apply to our day-to-day and lord we just thank you that you will give us our hearts desires and you will fulfill our entire purposes in the mighty name of jesus amen all right now to the text Let me make sure this music turned out just a little bit all right so and Deuteronomy 1 and 2, Moses was giving a recap to the people of how they ended up in the situation they're in. That's pretty much all that happened. So all right now we're on Deuteronomy 3. It says defeat of Og of Bashan. Then we turned and went up the road to Bashan and King Og of Bashan came out against us with his whole army to do battle at Edri. But the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you, along with his whole army and his his land. Do to him as you did to King Sahan of the Amorites who lived in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over King Og of Bashan and his whole army to us. We struck him until there was no survivor left. We captured all his cities at that time. There wasn't a city that we didn't take from them. Sixty cities, the entire region of Argob." The kingdom of Og and Bashan. So he's just recapping more of what happened in Exodus in Numbers. All right. Verse five. All of these were fortified with high walls, gates, and bars besides a large number of rural villages. We completely destroyed them as we had done to King Sahan of Heshbon, destroying the men, women, and children of every city. But we took all the livestock and the spoil from the cities as plunder for ourselves. The land of the Transjordan tribes. At that time, we took the land from the two Amorite kings across the Jordan from the Arnon Valley as far as Mount Hermon. Hermon. Yeah, I remember there was those two kings uh, that wouldn't let them pass. Well, the first king was one of their cousins, one of the Edomites. There was a king, and they were like, you can't cross. But since they were family, the Israelites couldn't kill them. But the other two kings, as far as I remember, they wouldn't let them cross through the king's highway. And God was like, all right, y'all can wipe him out. (laughs) So anyway, go back and read it. Uh, Let's see here. Where is it? All right. At that time, we took the land from verse eight. At that time, we took the land from the two Amorite kings across the Jordan from the Arnon Valley, as far as Mount Hermon, which the Sidonians call Syrian, But the Amorites call Sinir. All the cities of the plateau, Gilead and Bashan as far as Seleka and Edri, cities of Og's kingdom in Bashan. Only King Og of Bashan was left of the remnant of the Raphaim. His bed was made of iron. Isn't it in Ra- Rabba of the Ammonites? Man, I'm struggling with these names. It is 13 and a half, Why is he asking them? Anyway, it is 13 and a half feet long and six feet wide by standard measure at that time we took possession of this land i gave to the reubenites and gadites the area extending from Auror by the arnon valley and half the hill country of gilead along with its cities i gave to i gave to half the tribe of manasseh the rest of gilead and all bashan the kingdom of og the entire region of Argob, the whole territory of bashan used to be called the land of the Rephaim, jair a descendant of Manasseh took over the entire region of Argob, as far as the border of the Gesherites and Machathites. He called Bashan by his own name, Jair's villages, as it is as it is today. I gave Gilead to Machir, and I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites the area extending from Gilead to the Arnon Valley. The middle of the valley was the border, and up to the Jabbok River, the border of the Ammonites. The araba and jordan are also borders from Chinnereth as far as the sea of the araba the dead sea under the slopes of pisgah on the east this is like reading a history book uh, a little dry bear with me verse 18 i commanded you at that time the lord your god has given you this land to possess all your valiant men will cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers and israelites i have that underlined i encourage you to do that as well like once again as i was saying yesterday quote this kind of stuff over your life say the lord you have commanded me to and you have given me land to possess lord like say that to yourself like there's lands and territories that we have allowed the enemy to just take over and god has told you to take it back um pray pray till you get it back i don't know what that is specifically but you know write it down and pray these kind of scriptures over your life. But your wives' dependents and livestock, I know that you have have a lot of livestock, will remain in the cities I I have given you until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he is to you. And they also take possession of the land the Lord your God has given them across the Jordan. Then each of you may return to his possession that I have given you. So, like, this is just personal. When I see scriptures like this and I apply it to my own life, it's like, when you take back the lands that you, you have allowed the enemy to steal from you the people that God has put in your your influencing your circle to yeah to influence the impact for the kingdom of God whatever that is those things that God has told you to lay hold of and you lost like for some reason you might have lost territory and given it to the enemy when you take it back then your family and your friends and you pray for them, they're going to be inspired to take back the things, take back the, the broken marriages, to take back the lost kids that have turned away from the Lord, to take back the blessings, the ministries, the whatever it is. Oh, 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 all right, real quick, real quick. I got a side note. This random lady like, I got do Instacart and it was kind of random and all kinds of cool stuff happens. Holy Spirit's constantly just talking to me throughout my day. It's one of the coolest things, but there was this lady, as I was checking out, cause I got some stuff from Staples for this lady, and there was this older, like probably eighty years old woman, woman, probably deals with some type of mental health stuff, I don't know. Anyway, she can't, she start talking to me, asking me about what I was buying, and then she all of a sudden start telling me about be careful about bed bugs. I'm like, bed bugs? Why she telling me? She's like. I know you don't. You know you're a guy. and You don't wear a skirt. But one day I went out to my dumpster, and one of my neighbors had bed bugs, and my skirt rubbed against the bed bugs, and I got bed bugs and it got into my house, and it caused me to lose fifty thousand dollars worth of ministry. This is that I'm, I'm telling you, word for it, this is what she said. It caused me to lose fifty thousand dollars worth of ministry, and I'm like. Why is she telling me fifty thousand dollars? Like what ministry? What and I wanted to, I should have asked her more questions, like what mi- ministry are you talking? I knew she was a Christian because before that we had made a little small talk. Like she told me God I told her God bless you. Said she said the same thing to me. But then at the end as I was leaving, she talked to me some more. And that was the last thing she said to me. She's like, Be careful of the bed bugs. Cause it called when I got bed bugs, it was and she said it's like she she said it was like bed bug hell in my apartment. Why is she telling me this and the weird thing is my brother started telling me about he was listening to the joe budden podcast i'll listen to joe budden podcast but anyway my brother's always talking about it and uh joe budden was talking about bed bugs in the podcast and i thought it's just weird it was a confirmation of that was not just a coincidence this lady telling me this but when she told me this it just made me think like hmm what bed bugs have i allowed into my life Like, what things have I allowed into my life to destroy my destiny in the ministry that God has called me to? Um, Or, yeah. Anyway, it still got me thinking. It got me thinking. Like $50,000 worth of ministry. Why did she say $50,000? And what is this $50,000 ministry she's talking about? Anyway, I wish I asked her more questions. Maybe I'll run into her again randomly. All right. All right. So verse 21, Oh yeah, the transfer of Israel's leadership, verse 21, I commanded Joshua at that time, your own, your own eyes have seen everything the Lord your God has done to these two kings. The Lord will do the same to all the kingdoms you are about to enter. So basically everything I did to those two fools who wouldn't let you pass through the highway, through highway 70, the straight direct route, the king's highway, uh, I'm going to do to the rest of them fools that anybody else that gets in your so, way. And he says, don't. Be afraid of them, for the Lord your God fights for you. Y'all remember Joshua Caleb, the spot they the tw- he went in. They went in with the twelve spies, and the other ten. Even though they saw the land of milk and honey, and they saw these grapes, the grapes are so big that it took two people to carry them. Jokers, they were so heavy. Um, and God told them to possess the land and not be afraid. But they, whatever, when they went back to the camp. They gave a bad report and said, hey, them fools are giants. they like a bunch of Shaquille O'Neal's walking around. There's no way we're going to be able to take that land. And Joshua and Caleb were the only ones that had a positive note. And therefore, they were the only ones that could enter into the promised land because he killed the other 10 spies anyway and killed a bunch of other folks that had a bet. Anyway, the main thing is from that is God has lands for us to possess. And we got to believe and trust God that he's going to do it and not believe the lies um not listen to family members and friends who you think got your best interest at heart but really they don't have the same faith that you have they don't haven't had have the same experiences with god that you have they don't have the same history with god that you have so you have to believe all the times god has parted the red sea for you write it out so anyway verse 23 at that time i begged the lord lord god you have begun to show your greatness and your strong hands, to your servant for what God is there in heaven or on earth who can perform deeds and mighty acts like yours. Wow. Please let me cross over and see the beautiful land on the other side of the Jordan, that good hill country in Lebanon verse 26. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. This is Moses talking, by the way, just in case y'all forgot. The Lord said to me, that's enough. Do not speak to me again about this matter. Go to the top of Pisgah and look to the west north south east and see it see it with your own eyes for you will not cross the jordan but commission joshua and encourage and strengthen him for he will cross over ahead of the people and enable them to inherit this land that you will see so he stayed in the valley facing beth peor there's so i already talked a lot about this in previous episodes but there's just so much so much you can like glean out it's a whole sermon you could preach out of this but the main thing I get out of that last part because I've already talked about it in previous episodes is like if you I can't remember if I said this in a previous episode but if you don't do what you God calls you to do or assigned you to do thank God he's allowed me to live 34 years old because I've wasted a lot of time I feel like I mean I've there's a lot of time I wasted and I've allowed the enemy to Make allow me to go on a journey that shit. The last anyway, I've allowed a lot of rot time to be robbed. I wasted a lot of time on things, and thank God I have still have time. I don't know how much more, but I ain't wasting no more. And so, what am I trying to say? If you don't walk in your purpose, your destiny that God already preordained or pre predestined for you, then he'll send he'll assign somebody else. Whether it's your kids anish nephew somebody that's he searches the the scripture talks about how he searches the earth looking for people who are going to um do his will that are i'm paraphrasing uh who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness so he'll find a if you don't have any belief or faith he'll find his joshua's and caleb's to get the job done he gonna get his job done and why like sometimes i think like god why don't you just do this stuff on your own like you're powerful like just send fire from heaven just start striking folks down i don't know i'll just be like god just do what you need to do but he he rather work through people because then he gets the glory and he makes satan like put his head, tail between his legs like anyway because satan doesn't think it's possible that humans satan can never do and his demons can never do what we're there and angels can never even can angels marvel at what we can do and the fact that we have a conscious we have a free will And we have the choice to choose between good and evil Our relationship With God is way different than The angels and Satan and the demons And Satan and his demons will never Get an opportunity to do what we have with God So Yeah they're, they're angry that we can like Obey him willingly And reap Fruit and rewards from it Alright so all right, uh, Let me read these Tony Evans notes and we'll close it out In Og's kingdom, Israel captured 60 cities Which had high walls High-walled cities were no barrier When God decided to hand an enemy over The most spectacular example of that truth Would come later at Jericho King Og was the last Remnant of a people Group of gigantic physical size His bed was Thirteen and a half feet long And six feet wide Wow, yeah, he was like (laughs) Shaq clearly he was no puny king his takedown his takedown testifies to the truth that the lord is no puny god the reubenites basically his takedown like yeah his just being destroyed i was like take, why do you use the word takedown sounds like a wrestling term his being destroyed just shows like how powerful and big our god is all right the reubenites the gadites and the half tribe of manasseh had asked to dwell on the already conquered east side of the Jordan rather than accompany the other tribes into Canaan. Yet they promised to help their brothers conquer the promised land before returning home. In other words, Moses said to his successor, don't worry about the enemies in the promised land. Joshua, because you've Joshua, because you just seen what God can do to those who oppose him. Don't be afraid of them for the Lord your God fights for you. That's from Deuteronomy 3 That's a good memory verse. Uh do I have that highlighted? Yeah. Don't be afraid of them, for the Lord your God fights for you. I think that's later in the book of Joshua. It's like be bold, be strong. It's like a kid's song, too. For the Lord thy God is with you. Anyway, you can too, you too can be courageous to follow God's will for your life because He has your back. Your mama may not have you back Your daddy might not have you back Your wife may not have you back Your husband may not have you back Your kid, your own kids may not have your own back The Bible even talks about later on Like how the enemies Your very enemies will be in your household Like David His own kids turned on him We'll read about that later But God always has your back Your best friend from third grade Might not have you back But God always has your back Anyway I think you get the point it seems that the victories he had led to the trend it seems the victories he had led in the trans jordan gave moses hope that god was open to changing his mind about allowing him into canaan so moses whose intercessory prayers had been effective previously begged god to let him cross over to the beautiful land god like a parent putting his foot down with regard to whether he would go back on the decision said to moses that's enough all he allowed Moses to do was to ascend Mount Pisgah and view the land from afar. I think I said that yesterday, how when God tells you to do something. Oh, I was talking about this hearing from the Lord and how a lot of times God, all, yeah, he always tells you to do the last thing he told you to do. Oh, and some one of my devotionals recently was talking about how even when you can't, when in front of you seems like this woman was talking about driving on the way to work in the fog and her brother always told her when you can't see you know several feet in front of you just look at the lines and um i had that happen to me once my former wife and i were on the way to colorado and we we're going through the dust bowl flatlands of kansas and there was this big dust storm and i couldn't see anything to the point where i was almost tempted to pull the side of the road because, like if somebody breaks in front of me I'm going to smash right in front of them, right into them, because I can't see anything. All I could do was just see what was right in front of me and the lines that were in front of me. And so anyway, on the ground. And so the woman in the um, devotional was talking about the lines are like the word of God. And just do what you know to do. Do the word of God. Like, you may not always get an audible voice or like God, you know, speaking directly to go talk to this person or do that or pick that job or date that person or marry that person. But so when you don't you're not hearing from the Lord and it seems like a fog or a dust bowl, do what you know to do. Do the last thing he told you to do. And so. And a lot of times he won't tell you to do anything else until you do like those simple instructions. Um, where was I going with that? With Moses. Oh, just. Uh, yeah. Oh, like a parent, a parent. How like a parent, like I don't know as a parent, you know, sometimes you just tell your kids to do something, and you don't give them a whole explanation. Like my parents used to do that; they used to tell me to do something, like wash the dishes or cut the grass or I don't know. You name fill in the blank, tell me to do something, and I was like, ah, oh, why? What do I have to do? Like like or go down the street and do something? I don't know. You name it. And you will have all these questions And they a lot of times would not give you further directions Because they don't want to have They First of all They're your parent They shouldn't have to explain yourself Like I'm a parent There's a lot of times I tell my kids to do something And I want to, I shouldn't have to Give them a whole explanation Because I'm the parent Like you just need to listen And trust that I Have your best interest at heart That I know Why I'm telling you to do What I'm telling you to do Whether it's to teach you Teach you a, a lesson Like perseverance or integrity or hard, the value of hard work. It's one more thing. I was joking with my daughter. I was talking to my daughter, my oldest daughter. She's about to be 13. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. can't believe it. She's about to be in seventh grade. And, uh, oh, man. I was like, she was folding clothes and watching TV. I was talking on the phone. And I was like, you know what? When daddy gets his own place, I'll snap. It's froze. And wait for her to come back. Uh, Come on, connection. Come on, come on back, come on back. Why is the connection gone? All right, it's gonna come back, it's gonna come back. Is it, is it, is it, is it? Come on! All right, let's do this. ah come on man oh well my Instagram live is tripping out so uh and what's not God and what's not wanted me to tell that but I don't know I'll just I'll just finish up that story so I was telling my daughter like when I want to get my own place um I'm going to uh, I was all saying I all saying hey Will you fold my clothes? I say I'm gonna have no. I was telling. I didn't ask her. I said I'm gonna have her fold my clothes for me, because like, I hate folding clothes. And uh, she's like, "No, I ain't doing that." I, I and um and I'm thinking to myself, "This young lady, <laughs> she gonna tell me no?" I'm like, "Yeah, why? I was like, "You you will if you want to eat." She's like, "I'll just bring my own food and my own candy." I was like, "Oh Lord, help me." But was I going with that? Yeah. I want her to learn, like, basic lessons, like, of following orders, following leadership, like, obeying, respecting leadership. Um, That's why I'm going to have, like, she might say, why I got to fold your clothes? Like, I don't want to fold your clothes. It's not because, it's not just because I don't like folding my own clothes, even though that's part of it. But another part of why I would tell her to fold my clothes is so that she learns to honor and respect someone. Same thing for my sons. I'm going to have them fold my clothes, too. I'm going to ask, tell them, like, hey, oh, no, they probably shouldn't fold their mama's clothes. Yeah, that might traumatize them. But just, like, teaching them that lesson of, like, serving one another. Like, they might say, why do I got to do that? There's gonna, a lot of things I'm going to have them do, and they're going to probably be like, why do I have to do it? And at the end of the day, the reason why I'm having them doing it is because it's teaching them, it's teaching them um, some basic lessons on um respecting authority for sometimes doing some things that you don't want to do and honoring and, and serving one another so anyway i didn't mean to get on that long tangent oh that's it we're done heavenly father thank you for this word i know this is a longer episode so i apologize for those that are listening on the podcast uh i didn't uh how the long oh we only went 33 minutes i think i'll hit an hour um apologize to the people on the instagram live um Hopefully it got saved. Hopefully it got saved. <laughs> Pastor Cisco is law. That's hilarious. Um, what else did I gotta say? You know what? I'm probably gonna do one episode, and I'll do the other one tonight. Yeah, I'll just do the other one tonight. But anyway, uh, is there anything else? Thank you, Lord, just for this time in your word. I pray you continue to lead us, guide us, strengthen us. Um, Thank you that this is the day that you have made that we can rejoice and be glad in. I pray for those that don't know you, they don't have a relationship with you, that they place all their trust, all their hope in you. They'll ask you into their heart because your word says, um, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. So I just pray that they cry out to you, ask you into their heart, just like a child, and they'll be transformed from this day forward. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. I'm going to try to record an episode later tonight because I got to be home early anyway because I got to be up early at 7 30 a.m. for uh, an event in my church so all right till next time on the podcast and on the YouTube video and we already said bye to IG. God bless. Talk to you later. Deuces.